Good evening, everybody, and welcome to our Sunday night services. Last Sunday, our family decided to come to Rapid City, South Dakota, and we wanted to surprise everybody with a patriotic theme at Mount Rushmore. And so we are actually right now at Mount Rushmore on a beautiful sunny day, and we hope it's sunny on the West Coast. But we drove and drove and drove, and we finally got here last night. And um, so now we're going to have our evening service at Mount Rushmore. And I hope that you'd pay attention to the message and not to the sculpture behind me, otherwise you won't get it. But now we're glad to have everybody and I hope everybody's doing well. We uh, can't get away very often. And so we decided to come and uh, have our services here at Mount Rushmore. Welcome, good to see everybody. We're gonna bow for prayer and I'll have a message for you tonight about uh, the, uh, the foundations. Let's ask God to bless. Father, bless now, I pray, the message to our hearts. We ask, Lord, that you'll speak to us in a way that you normally don't get to. We pray that everybody's attention will be focused on the Word of God tonight and bless our church members and bless our friends and family and bless our country and help us to be very wonderfully blessed tonight as we look to you and trust you to get us through this terrible season of fear and intrepidation and uh, a pandemic that might not be as bad as we thought. We pray that you'll help us to get back to our roots and get back to normal and help us to remember that you come first in all things and you might have the preeminence in everything. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Well, in our Bible, in 1 Peter, the Bible says clearly in chapter two, if you'd like to follow along, it says in verse uh, verse number uh, two, or excuse me, verse number three, if so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore, also it is contained in the scriptures, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the, head, the same is, is made the head of the corner, a, and a stone of stumbling, a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they are appointed. Behind me stands Mount Rushmore, finished in 1941. It took several, several uh, crews of men hanging by ropes and blasting away, and what they did was still a monument to our freedom today. They uh, worked so hard and it took them so long. And you know, it still stands to this day, but I dare say that what these men behind me stood for was not something that we should be ashamed of. They stood for principles that made our country great. And in the forefront, you'll see George Washington, who was a Christian, a man of God. And you see all the other three, of course, President Lincoln, uh, what would our country be without his leadership during the Civil War? What would our country be 
in fact, if Teddy Roosevelt had not, in fact, had parks like this reserved for our country. And then, of course, Thomas Jefferson, so in, in, instrumental in our uh, Constitution. We have some great people, and I'm glad that um, these men and their likenesses are etched in this granite stone behind me. And I don't think it was something that was done on a whim. These men were great men, and their, their likenesses are in granite. And I believe God allowed our country to have them placed here as a reminder of what these men stood for. But you know, the stone that the builders rejected has become the head of the corner. And I believe that tonight we need to realize that these men stood for principles that our country is slowly but surely discarding in the trash heap of societal evolution and communism and democracy and uh, in, in the wrong way and socialism. These men were strong men of God. And if you'll study their history and their biographies, you'll find that they're worthy of having their likenesses put on this mountain. Uh, right now, this, uh, uh, this is what I just learned, is that uh, Mount Rushmore stands about 5,700 feet above the sea level. And it's a wonderful thing when you look back. They face the plains of uh, South Dakota. And uh, by the way, it's a beautiful, beautiful day in a beautiful state. But we have to remember what these men stood for. Now, it is also said in Matthew chapter number 21, in verse 42, Jesus, uh, he rebuked the men. And he said to them, Did ye never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the head of the corner? This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. We have to remember tonight that Jesus knows that he's being rejected. But the very rejection of Christ Jesus and all that he stood for is not, is not too much that we should misunderstand that. It's easy to understand. And it is also easy that the founding fathers of our country who had principles that guided our nation uh, have their principles rejected as well. Jesus said that he would be rejected. Now, it says in verse 43, Therefore I say, say I unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. I believe America was blessed because we, we held to the principles of the Bible and our forefathers did not reject Jesus Christ. They loved the Bible. In fact, in our documents that founded our country, we are endowed by our Creator certain unalienable rights and so if you'll look at the constitution you'll find that this was set in stone you know moses when he was in mount sinai he went up to the mountain mount sinai and he received tablets of stone and these principles were written in stone and given to moses he passed those down and even joshua when he was crossing the river jordan was instructed by the lord to go into the river and pick out 12 stones that he would set inside of the river and then when they got on the banks of the Jordan River they were instructed by the Lord to set up a monument a stone monument uh, for the freedoms that they had now as we look in the Bible we find that uh, there is more to this than we realize I believe that we should take a look 
at what makes you and I free and liberated. You know, the Bible teaches us that our names too will be found written in stone. In fact, in the book of Revelation, the 12 apostles are um, going to have their names uh, etched and, and, and engraved in the foundations of New Jerusalem. And it's very clear in the Bible that when the New Jerusalem is made, the, the gates are pearl and the foundations are laid on the, of, of the apostles, the 12 apostles, maybe even Paul himself. But their names are going to be written down in the foundations of the brand new city, the New Jerusalem. As you look behind me and you see Mount Rushmore, let's not forget what made our country free. As we said this morning, I'd rather be sick in the hospital than lose all of my liberties. I would rather have liberty and I would rather have freedom that these men stood for and paid for. And not only these men, but many, many others and great women and great fantastic heroes of, of not only the faith, but military. We've had fantastic judges. And you know, the Bible says that as a nation turns their heart away from God, these kind of people will be taken away and babes will rule over us and silly women will rule over us and, and, and children will be our oppressors and we'll have to give all that was uh, fortunate and great and precious to us. We'll have to give it away to countries that hate us. I say we go, go back to the founding fathers and look again at our history lessons and find out what Bible was it and what, what book was it that gave us our freedoms. And I, I submit to you, it was this Bible that I hold in my hand. Now, one more scripture I think is interesting. Not only uh, did Moses have the, the stone uh, tablets, and not only did Joshua uh, have to erect a, uh, a monument of 12 stones in the river and on the bank, but we also have the stones that uh, Jesus said will, will be uh, almost... Uh, 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 indicative of our names and so in the book of Revelation we have this in chapter number 2 and if you'd like to see this uh, in Revelation chapter number 2 verse 17 while Jesus is instructing the seven churches of Revelation he says here in chapter 2 verse 17 he that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. Isn't that amazing how Jesus took the stones of society and the stones of freedom and the stones of our, our architecture and, and the great edifices all over the world, and now we have this behind us, finished in 1941. The sculpture taking four great presidents and putting them in stone. You know, nobody's going to touch this. Nobody's going to ruin this as a reminder, as long as our country stands, that our country was founded on liberty and justice and the Bible. Our founding fathers talked about Jesus and, and we don't want to discard their principles of freedom and uh, a, a republic. Uh, and we don't want to throw away all that they gave us. And I say to you tonight, let's not throw away what Jesus gave us either. Let's make sure that we stand on the principles of the Bible. Tonight, I want to challenge everyone, everyone 
go back to what made you receive Christ as your Savior. Go back and think for a minute. What was it? What kind of Red Sea were you facing? Before you went into the promised land and before you found Christ, what was it that you were facing? What kind of Pharaoh and army uh, de deterioration of your life? What were you facing before you gained the principles of the gospel? Before you accepted Christ as your Savior? Before that monument was built in your life of the day that you asked Jesus to come into your heart? Don't lose that. Don't lose that. Go back to where you got saved and think once again how wonderful it was for God to shed his blood on Calvary for you. Remember, there's a Mount Calvary that that gives us our freedom. Not Mount Rushmore, but Mount Calvary. We have a Mount Calvary in our lives because Jesus came into our hearts. Go back. Uh, well, you know, I think uh, Mount Rushmore, what is it, uh, 1941? You know when Mount Calvary was finished? About 33 A.D. when Jesus died on Mount Calvary. Let's not forget that. And let's remember that salvation is the most wonderful gift that God could have ever given to anyone because it's all about the blood of Jesus. These men and their families and their associates all gave us America. What a gift. But remember, it's from the Lord. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Let's bow for prayer. Our Father, tonight, we thank you for this wonderful day and wonderful place that our country has. All over America, great historical sites. And I thank you for this monument and what it stands for. Please help our country to be saved. And please help our country to remain free. And we ask this in Jesus' name and for his sake.